Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of The Chris Carpenter Show. We're going to be spending a lot of time this week uh, dissecting the last three games of Texas Tech's basketball schedule. Um, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of pain, but we're going to get through it. We're going to talk uh, college football a little bit. We're going to talk NFL, and then we will have the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. So let's jump right into it. Um, Texas Tech just uh, lost in overtime to Oklahoma, sixty-eight to sixty-three. Uh, this is this basically means they have now fallen to zero and three in the conference. Um, I mean, <laughs> obviously, I mean, there's no ifs, ifs, ands, or buts about it. The this is probably not probably. It is the worst case scenario to begin Big Twelve play with, and and you know, and and I gotta say I gotta credit um, them tonight. You know they were without Pop Isaacs and Bacho um, and KJ Allen, and so you you were down several men, and then they you know they got themselves to overtime and just I mean they just ran out of gas. And third third Big Twelve game in a row where they're they're losing in the closing minutes of the game. You know it started last weekend against TCU you had a really solid first half where it looked like you were going to run away with the game TCU comes back at the beginning of the second half comes on strong and really erases you had you had a 17 point lead at one point and you know then I mean Tech just goes into a scoring drought deals with turnovers very frustrating game you come back Tuesday night uh, playing Kansas and Kansas I mean they I think clearly they're the most talented team in the Big 12 um them in Kansas State, by the way, which the the Sunflower Showdown in basketball is gonna be fun to watch. Um, but you know, you 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 come back, and in the closing minutes of the game, I mean, you had your shot, and yes, um, there was some bad officiating involved. You know, how in the world there was not a foul called when Bacho's knocked down, when Pop Isaacs is knocked down, both of them are injured for on that play. And then the Bozo Kansas player hangs on the rim when he slam dunks the ball. And yet somehow none of that is called uh, a foul. Um, very frustrating. So, and then tonight, I mean, again, you're down three men. And, I mean, you battled. I mean, second half, it looked pretty dire. I mean, I think uh, Oklahoma was up by 11 at one point. And you were able to come back and I mean, you had the lead, you gave up some free throws. And then I just, I mean, I thought your shots, the closing uh, of regulation, it was, it was terrible shot selection. Um, and then you end up losing in overtime. You know, I think we have to look realistically. I, I think there, I think there's a very unfortunately solid chance this team it starts zero and five in the Big Twelve, and you know you're at a point now where you got to find a way to stop the bleeding. Uh, you've got Iowa State on Tuesday in Ames, that's always a struggle. You've got Texas in Austin next week, and I mean I hate to say it, Texas, pretty talented team, and you know obviously they've had some major distractions with the with the beard situation, but. You know, I, they're they're still winning games. Uh, other, I mean, they got blown the doors off by Kansas State, but I mean, they, you know, they're two and one in conference. I think they're an extremely talented team. That that's going to be a tough out. Um, 
you know, your next winnable game could be Baylor, who is struggling just as much as you are right now. Um, you know, so kind of what's my feeling on this team as a whole right now here? I mean, and again, it's January 7th. And, you know, a month from now, they could put it together, go on a run. And, you know, we're not we're not freaking out like some fans are right now. You know, I do think this is going to be a this is going to be a tough row uh, for this team to get, make the NCAA tournament. I think if they do, it, it's going to be a situation where they're the last four in, potentially um, having to play a play in game. But I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have to start stacking some wins up, and this was this this was one that you really needed tonight. In all honesty, especially with the schedule you've got coming up. You know, this was one you really needed, and it really, really hurts you not getting it. I mean, having said it, it's still the Big Twelve. This is, I mean, top to bottom, the best conference. But you're gonna you're gonna have to start winning some games. I mean, that, I know that's Captain Obvious right now, but you're gonna have to start winning some games. And you know, credit credit Rob Bro uh, Gambling Gauchos. Um, he said that this week on his episode uh, about that this team. Reminds him a lot of of Chris Beard's first team, the 2016-2017 team. Uh, Didn't make the NCAA tournament that year. Lost a ton of close Big 12 games. And, you know, I would agree because, you know, this is not a team that's talentless. Um, This is an extremely talented team. You know, certainly Pop Isaacs, I think, has proven to be – Great talent, obviously. Bacho is as well, and when you're not, when you don't have them, but you don't have KJ Allen, who has a lot of experience playing in Big Twelve games, you're going to struggle to win. Um, and you know, I think beyond those three, you know, you've got people like Davion Harmon and uh, O'Banner and Jalen Tyson. You know, you've got talent on this team. It's just it hasn't it hasn't all come together yet. Um, and I think it's a combination of they're young, and I think it's also a combination of you're just you still having people figuring out what their role is. And I would love, you know, worst case scenario, they don't make the NCAA tournament. I would love for the path. I would love for the path to go the way that that 2017 team went, where the very next year, you, I mean, you're in the Elite Eight. Um. Here's here's the problem, and here's something that I don't I can't believe I'm talking about this in January, but you know this is something you you got to keep an eye on. Is you know that 2017 team was really the last, it was really the end of an era, and what I mean by end of an era, it was the end of basically transfer portal not really affecting you if you're Texas Tech and players entering the transfer portal from uh, on your side of things and um this is a very young team i th- you know everybody can come back in theory next year with the exception of Kevin O'Banner um the issue again is going to be how many of these players hit the transfer portal um you know <laughs> i don't want to get conspiratorial but you know Bill Self had a pretty long conversation with Pop Isaacs on Tuesday night. That's not good. <laughs> and, you know, certainly I think there's going to be a lot of teams that 
I've seen what Pop Isaacs has been able to do and, and really want his services. So you're going to have to fight to keep this team together. And, you know, you did get some good news yesterday on the recruiting front with uh, Kyron Lindsey from Georgia coming in, you know, four-star top 100 recruit. That's good news. I mean, obviously that's not an impact till next year, but, you know, that's going to be something to bear watching. Um, you know, it, I, I think the, the Achilles heel of this team is that they're just incredibly young. And, you know, part of that has been injuries. You, you know, you really were banking on, you know, obviously uh, Fardaz Amak coming in, being that, you know, veteran presence in the post for you. You know, you were you were banking on, um, you know, that working out. And, and obviously it hasn't. You know, Amak hasn't played. Hopefully he'll play at some point this year. I, I, you know, we'll see. And... You know, obviously uh, tonight's game you know, doesn't help that you ha- don't have Bacho. Bacho's been, you know, re- you know he's had num- you know he's been out with injuries, but then he's also had to gut it out um, with major. I mean, he major uh, issues. You know, he was sick, and you could tell that that was affecting him the last several games. And so he's got to get healthy. You know, Pop Isaac's it being a concussion. That's that's a uh, that's something to to really bear watching. Because, you know, how long is he going to be out with a concussion? And that's really going to be uh, pretty hurt, hurting you um, moving forward. So, you know, I'm sure some Tech fans are melting down. You know, it's back to the Pat Knight days. I don't think so. Um, again, the, the, I, I'm firmly in my belief that this is a talented team. It's just... I don't think it's going to come together this season. And I could be proven wrong. We're three games into the Big 12. You know, you got 15 more games to to rebound and, 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 and prove yourself, you know. And by the way, having said all that, I'd rather be a Texas Tech fan than a Texas fan tonight because you might be winning games, but your coaching situation is a complete and utter mess. So... There's that too, um, but I'm still I'm still you know with this team and I'm still going to watch all the games, but you know obviously my my expectations are are probably been lowered and yeah that's frustrating that stinks, but you know that's that's part of part of being a sports fan is sometimes your you know your your team has a bad season. And we've been really blessed with some really solid uh, men's basketball seasons. And, yeah, and again, you're still playing in the best conference in the country. And, you know, this Texas Tech team, you put them in the Big Ten, you put them in the Pac-12, you put them in the ACC or the SEC, I think they'd be a middle-of-the-pack team. And, you know, there there wouldn't be this struggling to go 0-3 in conference. But, you know, you're, you are where you're at. You're in the Big 12, and... You know, it's it, there's just a lot of struggles right now, and you got to work through them, and you got to work through them with a young team with injuries, and you know we'll see we'll see what happens to, uh, Tuesday night against uh, Iowa State. You know they they could I they could very well come out and beat Iowa State. You know they've they've done that before. They've done that before short band, and you know and they almost did it last year with like six players, seven players playing. You know so. I'm not giving up on this team, but 
I'm also, like I said, my my expectations are, are a bit lowered on this team for now. So let's switch gears. Well, actually, before we do, well, just a little kind of some thoughts on Big 12 basketball as a whole. Um, Kansas State, obviously, they've been uh, really impressive. And, you know, they may be the second best team in the Big 12 right now. You know, Kansas, I think, obviously, is the best. You know, Texas, and again, I hate to say it, Texas is an extremely talented team. Uh, again, the big question is going to be is how much does all of the situation with Beard being fired, how does that affect this team? Because I think they're still, I mean, it's it's the most talented team I think Beard ever had. Uh, that he recruited. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think you can gloss over any sort of, I think you're going to have a negative effect with everything that's happened with, uh, with the beard situation and everything. So, and by the way, I'm not going to talk about that a whole lot. Um, you know, should he have been fired? Yeah, probably. I mean, that's in the contract. Do I do I celebrate that? No, I really don't. I know I, I'm I know I've spent a lot of episodes on this podcast making fun of Beard, you know, doing the country club, Judas, all that, blah, blah, blah. Understand a couple things with that. Number one, a lot of that was in fun. But number two, I I mean I'm not gonna joke about the situation right now with Beard, with the domestic violence, you know, you've got someone, you've got a victim and, you know, if you've read the police report, it's, it's an awful situation. And, you know, I I do, I do think Texas made the right decision. I mean, I'll comment on the sports part of it just because, you know, I I do think that there's a aspect of that we could comment on. And, And I mean, again, the question's going to be, how does this affect Texas on the court you know that's going to be the big question mark because they are a talented team um but yeah I mean Texas Tech right now I mean I would probably rank them near the bottom I think the good news is you can work yourself out of that bottom and I think you've proven that you know these last three games you went toe-to-toe with Kansas and 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 nearly beat them you went toe-to-toe with TCU and Oklahoma and nearly beat them you went toe-to-toe with Oklahoma with the three three of your regular player regular players in the rotation down and you know still almost beat them. So it, it I'm not melting down, but you just this this could be a this could be a tough season. We'll we'll see what happens Tuesday. So let's switch gears to football. I'm gonna talk a little I'm gonna talk just a smidge of college football because I mean obviously Monday Monday night is the national championship game and it was who we all thought it was going to be Georgia and TCU right <laughs> yeah so um, congratulations to TCU and you know I've I've given them a hard time on here uh, fact is I respect Sonny Dykes if you listen to this podcast when Matt Wells got fired. I was very high on bringing in Sonny Dykes. And, you know, I, I think it's ultimately worked out for Tech. I think Joey McGuire, heck of a hire. And I said it last episode, and I, I truly mean it. I think this Texas Tech team next year is going to contend for the Big 12 championship. 
and it's going to be I, I think it's going to be a really fun 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 to watch um but i mean it sunny dykes is a great coach and and certainly you know i think this does this elevate the big 12 yeah i, I think it does um does it hurt tech and recruiting i don't know um you know tech tcu's been beating tech and recruiting you know last decade um you know even this this uh class this year um tcu was had a better recruiting class than tech it was close though but yeah i mean you're you're gonna have you're gonna be in a recruiting battles with with uh tcu certainly and i mean i think we've got we've got a great recruiting staff at tech and i think you can win a lot of battles but you're gonna lose some battles too so having said all that as far as the national championship game i'm just i don't really care who wins honestly I was happy TCU won last weekend just because I it kind of took a shot across the bow of this idea that the Big 12 didn't belong in the playoff, that they should have brought – they should have let Alabama slip on through again. And I think the I think certainly TCU proved that part wrong. Um, Georgia's just a really good team, and I don't think – it would have mattered if it was Michigan. Georgia's going to be heavily favored. And they're a very good team. And, you know, hopefully TCU doesn't get the doors blown off of them. But I don't think they will. I think it is going to be a close game. But I, I don't – like I said, I, I'm really not gung-ho. Oh, go TCU. Oh, go Georgia. It's more like, well, hopefully it's a good game, I guess. Which, by the way, and I'll be real honest with you, I don't know how much of it I'm going to watch because it's on a Monday night. Which can we get? Can we get things? I know this is probably a little selfish. Well, not really, but because other people have said the same thing. But why do all these big sporting events have to be on a school night? <laughs> you know, why couldn't we have moved this to Saturday? Um, I know. Yes, the NFL's played games today. Um, and I know next, if you moved it to the next week, you would have been competing with the wild card, but I don't know. I just, Monday night, it's a school night and it starts late and it's a school night. And, you know, I, maybe I'm, I'm, maybe I'm becoming an old man, maybe, but I don't like to stay up late and then have to go to school the next morning tired. You know, I got to be on my game. I'm I'm battling eighth graders on a frequent basis. So, um, but yeah, it's the same with the Super Bowl. It's the same with uh, college basketball. I just don't understand why these things are on school nights. So anyway, that's the grumpy old man and me talking, I guess. Um, let's talk a little bit of NFL. Um Let's start with the games today, and then we're going to work our way backwards, obviously, to the DeMar Hamlin situation. Chiefs win. Um, good win, obviously. You know, clinches the number one seed. Obviously, I, I mean, I think the Chiefs, it's 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 going to come down to Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills, I think, in the AFC. Cowboys, you know, the Cowboys, they do have a shot to be the one seed still. I don't think it's going to happen. Because I do think I think the Eagles probably end up winning, um, most likely, and even if they don't end up winning, most likely, I think the Forty ers end up winning tomorrow, most uh, as well. So, you know, you're you're setting up if you're the Cowboys, 
you're setting up for a wild card matchup next weekend against Tampa Bay. Now, on paper, that looks to be a a win because Tampa has struggled all year. Here's here's the here's the here's the problems. Number one, Tom Brady is eight zero against Dallas. That's that's a problem. Number two, it's still the Cowboys, and we've seen the Cowboys do this, where they get everybody's hopes up, and then they lay an egg in the playoffs. So, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> do I think that the Cowboys have the talent to make a run in the NFC playoffs? Absolutely, I do. Um, like I said, I think your top three by far, your top three NFC teams by far are San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Dallas. Again, we've seen this picture. We've seen this movie before of the Cowboys getting people's hopes up. So I, I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to crown them, to quote uh, Denny Green, maybe. I'm not ready to crown them. Um, so I'll make my playoff predictions next week. Um, by the way, well, yeah, no, I'll, yeah, I think I'll do a special episode because I'm busy. I'm actually busy next Friday. So I might try and do a special episode of the Chris Carpenter show and, and we'll do a kind of a playoff predictions, NFL playoff predictions. Once we actually have the brackets in place and who plays who. So, um, Let's talk about the the DeMar Hamlin situation. Obviously, extremely scary situation on Monday night. You know, the, I, I think I don't understand why the, it took the NFL so long to postpone the game. Uh, it was over. It, I mean, it was over an hour that you had this kind of state of flux. And again, to me, it it was it was a no brainer. You know, there was no way that this this game should should have continued on and i think certainly the players recognized that as well um so obviously good news demar hamlin was able to you know send a social media post he seems to be improving but yeah hugely scary situation and totally understandable why that game should have been postponed you know Having said that, the NFL, I think they were in a no-win scenario with what was the decision um, to do after the game was was postponed. Because, you know, this was a game, Cincinnati-Buffalo, that had playoff implications. And, you know, you were kind of in a no-win uh, situation. Personally, I would have... I think what you could have done is you could have gotten rid of the bye week for the Super Bowl and played the game next weekend and push the playoffs back a week and then just not have a bye week. I think that was a viable solution. Who needs the Pro Bowl? Nobody needs the Pro Bowl. Having said that, I do think that this is probably the best solution they could have come up with 
you know, um, and yes, I'm, I fully realize as a Chiefs fan, it benefits the Chiefs. But I mean, I was, I would have been fine with them calling a tie and, you know, not benefiting the Chiefs in it because here's my attitude. Yeah, I mean, I, that game was important to, to be played for the Chiefs to get home field. And, you know, obviously I wanted Buffalo to lose and all that. But, you know, the Chiefs really, they're the ones that shot themselves in the foot by losing to Buffalo and Cincinnati and Indy. Don't forget they lost to the Colts. So, but anyway, yeah, I mean, the way that they set it up, uh, the Bills or the, the Chiefs at this point are going to be the number one seed depending on what happens in other games. You could see a neutral site AFC championship game. Cincinnati seems to be the team that's really upset. And yeah, I mean, I understand why. But again, I, I, there's not a perfect solution. And I think they did probably the best that they could have. And I think clearly you're going to – the the neutral site AFC championship is probably going to come into play um, because you are um, – though those are your top three teams by far. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where is this going to be hosted at. Indianapolis uh, was, I think, the odds-on favorite to get it, and they've turned it down. Now I'm hearing possibly Las Vegas. You know, I, I think it's going to probably be an indoor stadium that will host. You know, so could you – I mean, Las Vegas makes sense weather-wise, and you've got a pretty shining new stadium there. But we'll see what happens. But, you know, I think certainly you're going – you're going to get your yourself in a position where it's going to be, you know, one of those three teams. Just just because I, looking at the other other teams, I just I, I don't see them. I don't see them being um, viable contenders. So, but you know, at the end of the day, I think the important thing is, you know, I just spent a whole bunch of time talking about the football effects of everything. The the good news is, you know, DeMar Hamlin seems to be making a recovery. And, you know, that's that's the good news. And, um, yeah, there was a lot of people that came out against football this week and said, well, you know, this just shows football's – yeah, duh, football's unsafe. Uh, I think we all know that. And, uh, you know, certainly I think DeMar Hamlin and I think all the other players knew that when they signed up for it. You know, this was – uh, but I also think this was unfortunately, a, you know, one of those freaky plays where he was hit just from the right spot. And then, you know, what happened happened. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But it's, it sounded like there were some people wanting to go after football and get rid of it and blah, 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 blah. I don't, you know, I, I don't think that um, – I don't think that should be what their conclusion is. I think the conclusion should be that thank goodness for the first responders. Thank goodness you had people that know CPR and, you know, save this, this guy's life. And, you know, go from there. Uh, You know, I just, I'm just not into the, 
well, we got to do something. I'm just, I'm never into, and, and this is this is what seems to happen all the time with a bunch of stuff is we we have a t- we have a tendency as a society that when something happens a tragedy a bad event we want to find a way to make sure it doesn't happen again and the unfortunate fact is there sometimes you can take all the precautions in the world and things happen and that's just that's just what happens and it's unfortunate but anyway um it'll be interesting to see what happens certainly and and you know like i said i think it's going to be the Bengals chiefs and the uh bills are going to be your three afc teams that are vying for an afc championship so i think the neutral site is going to kick in bottom line so All right, we are going to go ahead and take a break, and then when we come back, it will be time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. And welcome back to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. It is now time for the Chris Carpenter Tip of the Week. And my tip of the week is try something new. And let me give you some background on this try something new tip. So I got the opportunity yesterday to go to a high school soccer game. Um, I got that opportunity because they needed someone to do the clock. And I, I got to learn some things yesterday. Number one is the clock usually doesn't stop in soccer. But when it does, it's when the official gives the X sign. And so that was an interesting learning I will be fully honest with you. I've never really been a soccer fan. Just not into it. Um, You know, yes, I know the World Cup happens every four years. And I I honestly usually pay very little attention to it. So having said that, I really found yesterday's game incredibly enjoyable. Now, part of it was my team won. But... um, you know, it was just, it was an interesting experience, and you know, I wouldn't have had that experience if I was wasn't doing the clock. I wouldn't have sought out, hey, I'm going to go to a soccer game. But so, bottom line, try something new. Could be watching a new sport. Could be trying a new food item. Could be trying a new route to your work. Could be trying out a new activity. You know, it's it's a new year. New year, new you, new page. I bet no one knows where that quote comes from, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I I probably need to wrap up because I'm getting wacky doodle here. But anyway, it's a new year, so you got an opportunity to try new things. And so that's my tip of the week this week. So here's our plan. Eh, I I am going to do a special episode at some point this week. It's probably going to be either Tuesday or Wednesday night where I will do like my official NFL playoff preview show. We'll go through the brackets. We'll predict all rounds and we'll see how close I am to being right. Uh, Last year, I did have the Rams in the Super Bowl. 
I had the Bills and the Rams. That, you know, didn't work out too well. I my both both teams that I predicted at the beginning of the season are gonna be in the playoffs. I had the Bucks and Rams, or Bucks and Rams, the Bucks and Bills in this year's Super Bowl. Tune in this week to see if that's who I stick with, or do I make change and go with two other teams? I will then record a normal episode of the Chris Carpenter show next Saturday. Um, it'll probably be a late Saturday recording because, again, Texas Tech is going to be playing um, in the, I think they're playing at 6 o'clock, 5 or 6 o'clock against Texas. So I'll record after that. Hopefully we're recording a victory. I don't know. We'll see. But and so I'll have uh, so just again if you if you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, you'll be able to automatically download the episode and you'll be good to go. But um that's kind of the plan for for this upcoming week. And uh hope everybody has a great week. And I will see you next week on The Chris Carpenter Show.